Hey everyone, I'm Damien. I'm Kira. And this is Bubble Bath <laughs> with Bath. Hey, we, I think we did it. I don't know if we did or didn't. I'm not going to argue about it anymore. <laughs> it's not. Who it's not. My, it's not my burden to carry anymore, Kira. Why are we fighting? <laughs> yeah, at the we're fighting. <laughs> are we fighting? Are we having a feud right now? <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't know if we nail it or not. It always sounds like there's a lag to me, and then every podcast opens with you going, nail it, and me going, I think there was a lag. Are you sure it's not <laughs> my end? <laughs> if you go back and listen to every episode, that's literally how it starts. I really, if someone is out there listening and they have great editing skills, I want someone to go and edit every single beginning, just in a really long, like, of us trying to get it right. Of like thirteen minutes of just bubble bath with bath, bubble bath with bath every single time. Just and see if we got it. CJ, that's your job. <laughs> when you get, love that. don't forget when you get out of your car to do that. <laughs> He's already forgotten, hasn't he? He has. Okay, so anyway, today on the podcast we have in the author Allison Hassan. And I tried to overpronounce that. So, hi. Um, the I I'm really ill prepared. I think the only thing that I really remember to rec to say you did was your story in Slice of Paradise, right? Uh yeah, that's my most like uh, the one in like the biggest anthology I have to date. Yeah. Yeah. What other? I know there's other anthologies, right? I'm yeah, horrible. I'm in like a local one, uh, Secrets of the Fog, which is like pretty much only sold in like New Brunswick. And then like there's uh, Bag of Bones had like a 206 word one that I'm in and Night the- Night Terrors by Scare Street. I'm in one of those. And uh, yeah, a couple other weird, obscure ones that are really local. Sweet. We don't have it. I don't have anything local like that. So I'm just kind of like... Me neither. Some of mine are not local to me, though. So I have one that's in, like, uh, Travels and Tribulations by Acid Bath Publishing. And they're local to somewheres in England. (laughs) But I, like, found them online really obscurely and squeezed in. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of how I, like, got into beach bodies in a way. Not really. I just sent something in like everybody else. But I wanted to make up this big story about begging Andrew to, like, let me in. Like, I was a straight cat. (laughs) That is, however, how I got in the pirate series. Yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting, uh, interesting, uh, what do you call it? Way to get into something. <laughs> yeah. Just please let me in. I'm cold and lonely out here. And then he literally dragged me in with him. <laughs> like, literally. Like, I was like, are you I was just minding my own business. And he was like, yeah, you're being invited right now to this group chat. I was like, okay. <laughs> Well, you didn't res- you didn't respond at first, and I was like, "Well, maybe I just shouldn't like, maybe I shouldn't push it." And then I was like, "Hey, are you doing this?" And you were like, "I don't, I don't know. I didn't see the thing." And I was like, "Okay, let me tell him you're in." Mm-hmm. <laughs> other because other people were already asking, like, "Do you think Kira would do it?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't know if she's seen it or not, and I don't want to like, I don't know, I don't know what to do." <laughs> I think that was before the podcast, and people didn't really know, know like that we were like. 
doing things or whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about. You so, guys are like a bundle pair now, though. Like, yeah. so anything Damien signs up for, Kira just has to do, regardless of what she wants. Yeah, we've kind <laughs> of made, made it that way. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple things that, like, is there now? Well, there's one thing I think that I'm that I'm doing separate, and it feels very weird. Like I'm about to just be like, "Hey, person who's putting this thing on, can I have a co-writer on this story?" Because this feels really weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's strange. Like our friend Tasha has a what is Tasha's podcast? Oh my god, I forgot it. I forgot um, the name. It's about- sorry, Tasha. Sorry, Tasha. It's newer. Um, but it's great if you. I know it's great because I've listened to it. So go and find Tasha on Twitter or instagram and check out her podcast but she's she does like individual like um guests where you talk about like you know the scary stuff from your own area and me and damien were like we don't even live in the same state but we are going to be on that at the same time <laughs> like talking about our own local areas <laughs> okay i'm sorry kira but i'm outing you right now we have to this has to be addressed tasha the reason that you have to have both of us on here is because kira knows fuck all about bigfoot and that's literally her local legend. Yeah. I didn't even know he was here. I was like, what cryptid do I have? And Damien was like, really? Duh. <laughs> the most famous cryptid of them all. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know shit about cryptids until I met Damien. So I'm now still I'm learning cool. people. So I feel like I've actually accomplished something with my life. That's good. That's good. Anyway. I'm anyway. running around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i guess we can get to some of the questions people ask before we trail yeah, off cryptids like we always do all right a lot of these have one thing in common so i'll try to throw them out so they're yeah, not like I'm repeating not, I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry allison <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with twitter so let's see um sophie ingley asked what film is your guilty pleasure I saw this one too on the t- the tweet, and I was like, I don't even know like what my guilty pleasure is. So, because I'm so open about everything I like that people just hate. So, like Hallmark movies, I'm like completely in around Christmas time, but it's like so counter to everything else I love. Like, because I'm a huge horror fan, but it's like as soon as Christmas season starts, I'm like right into all the cheesy, horrible acting Hallmark movies. Yes, I am right there with you. I get so excited when they start coming out with like the Netflix ones and the ones on Hulu. I eat them all up. (laughs) There's a new one coming out. So I'm obsessed um, with corgis and like we're planning on getting one in like a couple years. But um, there's a new movie coming out um, by Hallmark and it's a Royal Corgi Christmas. And I saw the ad the other day and I almost lost my mind. It was like they like tapped into my brain and were like, Let's just make this for her. Oh my god, amazing. <laughs> my favorite my favorite one is the ice skating one. Have any have either of you seen the ice skating one? It's like they go to this um they go to a different country and there's like this big ice skating ball and this woman is like a famous American ice skater and she like trains the Olympic team or something, I think. And she can't ice skate anymore because she retired. They I don't think they ever specify why she retired, but she has a daughter. Of course, like she's no, 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 no. Hold on, I, I got that backed up. The prince has the has the daughter because it's always like the single parent and the opposite gender is the child. So this prince has this daughter who is like obsessed with this like ice skater, and they're she's like trying to get her dad together, and there's like some prearranged marriage situation going on. I don't, I don't know that. I don't remember that. As there always is. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he's, he's just like, 
I love Mrs. Blah, 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 but not in the same way that I love blah, blah, blah. And the daughter's (laughs) all bullshit on her dad. Like, dad, you're so full of shit, man. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that sounds so familiar, but I like, don't know. Like I must've seen it, but I like, can't remember. I'm going to Google it. Hallmark Christmas ice skating movie. Hallmark Christmas. That's like most of them. you'll just get a list of 50 at least my favorite is like during this time of year on tiktok like people on there will start making like they're making fun of hallmark movies but they actually like create like a series where they'll have like the local lumberjack and the girl from the city and it's like the same person playing both roles and it's fucking hilarious i eat it up every time christmas at the palace amazing so i can return to this one it's Christmas at the Palace. Storyline, Katie, a former professional ice skater, is hired by the king of San Zanova, Alexander, to help his daughter in a Christmas ice skating performance. As Katie spends time in the castle with the king, she and Alex begin to develop feelings for each other and ultimately fall in love. That sounds about right. It's, mm. it's a doozy. Have, you're going to send me on like a rabbit hole now, but this just popped up in my like suggested because of what I just searched. But have either of you seen the movie anything for Jackson? Uh, I don't think I don't so. think so. Okay. It's like anytime Hallmark movies come up with horror people, I always talk about this because it's insane. It's seriously one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. And it's written and directed by these two guys and like if you go to their imdb page literally the only other things they've done is hallmark christmas movies and there's like 40 of them it's it's insane like it says like christmas in the wilds romance in the wilds a christmas exchange anything for jackson baby in manger christmas in paris christmas with a prince it's insane yeah that's i don't know i love it it's it's too much but it's not enough (laughs) yeah somehow it's not (laughs) yeah they're definitely a guilty pleasure of mine they're just so wholesome and sweet and i'm like this is so dramatic but i'm here for it (laughs) oh yeah my fiance the other day was making fun of me because when we were watching it was like a guy meets a girl and they think they like each other but they're thinking about moving to different cities and then they decide that love's enough and they're not going to move. And he's like, this is the lowest stakes movie I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm like, and I love it. <laughs> it's one of them, and it's like one of them always has like a career and they're like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I have to leave for my job. Yeah. <laughs> and she like always returns because like her mom is sick or her dad is sick. And she just like comes yeah. back. She hasn't been there in 15 years. <laughs> it's always like she stops at the local coffee shop. Yeah, and like the guy's there and he's like the local cop or politician and he's like hey it was nice to see you made it back are you going to be sticking around for the Christmas for the annual Christmas sack race that we have that you know about every <laughs> yeah. my daughter would love to meet you oh where's her mother died in a horrible plane crash it's always <laughs> and if it's the other way around and it's the woman who's, who's single and the guy comes in she's like yeah my son would love to meet you it's always always the opposite it's so weird <laughs> i like knowing what's gonna happen like i think that's what's comforting it's like i know that this yeah. is there's gonna be some like turmoil in the middle and i'm gonna stress about it but i know in the end they're gonna end up together <laughs> yeah exactly it's, it's, always- it's a nice contrast to like everything else in media right now <laughs> yeah and the, it's always the town like the townsfolk are always like oh no this can't do well 
we'll arrange this. And they tell one of them that they have some sort of problem they have to come figure out. And then they show up and the other one's there. And it's, you didn't leave? No. I decided to throw away, I decided to throw everything away for you, stranger, who I've only known for 20, min- for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then it'll be something like while they're at like the Christmas parade, like all the lights will go out. It's devastating. Oh man, it's one of those things I always talk about. There's side by sides, and she is pissed. Oh, I don't know what her deal is. Rue, come on. Cool, that worked. No, it didn't. <laughs> I refuse to mute. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, it was chaos that one time. It was insane. <laughs> Even CJ when he messaged us, it was like the dogs. I was like, I know, sorry. He was like, Are your dogs okay? <laughs> Didn't they get like a fight or something over something? Like petty? Yeah, they were just fighting with each other, just being assholes. <laughs> oh my like, god. You can't act like that. Act like that when I'm not recording, please. <laughs> They know, though. They wait. They, like, store their energy, and then, like, oh, you're doing something that needs quiet? Now's yeah. our chance. Yeah, exactly. And the dog's in the San Jose Police Department every time. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> she always when she, like, when we're trying to do something that requires quiet. Like, if I'm on the phone with something, like, that has to do with school or something, she's just like, oh, no. Now's the time. <laughs> she always starts off with, like, this little, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <"Ooh."> <laughs> do it. <laughs> It's like she's revving up for it. She's like, here it comes. She slowly gets louder. Like she's slowly like (laughs) (laughs) nothing nothing will ever beat this moment. Oh my god. Duncan. (laughs) Also, if you don't know that's that's Koi Hall's dog Duncan. (laughs) I think I heard that in one of the other episodes. When we were recording, that dog just like sounded like a full grown man barfing. It was so bad, but it was hilarious. Yeah. Oh my god. I think about it from time to time. <laughs> from time to time, at least once a week when I push that stupid button. <laughs> yeah, at least <laughs> The fact that you have a button for it though alone is hilarious. All we, all we have buttons for now is that and the do 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 do. Yeah, I just have a crypt keep. I never two very app- important ones. Yeah, I never got my applause button though. Oh, I did download that, but I couldn't find one that would work. It kept um, I know it kept going to um, not MP3, and it wouldn't play. I'm glad you reminded me. I need to do that again. Before it was so disappointing. I was like, I just want to have an applause button on here. That's Real, all I asked. If you listen to this, and she'll send me a message, and she'll go, "Will you please fix that so Kira has her button?" <laughs> <laughs> Brie really is the she's like the mother of the podcast like even like yesterday so Damien and I can never get times right ever like he'll say it's this time and I'm like my planner says this time and then I'm like looking through the text messages like searching keywords to see when we talked about the conversation and the times and blah 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 and then we're googling things and then he's like I'm right and I'm like I'm right and then we're like we're both wrong no one of us is right it's this whole thing and yesterday like got the times wrong again and I was literally here in my apartment like I am going to message Brie right now and tell on Damien (laughs) you were gonna sell me out I was gonna sell you out dude (laughs) dude I even admitted 
and ask you fifty. I know. That's why I didn't do it. I said, oh, he's wrong. He knows he's wrong. My planner said three. <laughs> I accidentally told her I accidentally told her the time for next week's guest. And then I told her everything for next week's guest for today. And then I was like, oh wait, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, like here's a little inside. So like we I have a physical planner that he made fun of me for buying because I still wasn't like writing things down in it. Talk shit to me about that. So then we have like a calendar together where like he puts all of like the podcast scheduling and we can both see it. And in my planner that I actually wrote things down in, I wrote down the correct guess on the correct date and he put it in the calendar wrong and then tried to come for me and made fun of my planner. And I was like, this time the planner is right. You're wrong. Yeah, always trust the planner. Yeah, that's gonna be my motto from now on. Just just trust the planner. Just and I think I, what happens when you try to run a podcast together? Like we're two both, different sides of the country. I think where we're both cancers, we're like really con- like we want to be in control of the situation, and we one of us has to yeah. relinquish control. And I think in this situation, it's Kira and just forgetting about the planner. I told you the planner is there, and I wrote it down. And the planner has been right twice now. <laughs> and I, I just literally tried to like wordplay my way into being the one who's in control anyway next question and then nobody wants to admit they're wrong <laughs> literally why <laughs> always ends up about the exact opposite of what it's supposed to be about this is supposed to be about allison not our, not our bad planning skills it's okay my day job is demand planning so it feeds right in <laughs> it's fine so sorry allison. we do You're not hired. <laughs> All right, let's see. Wendy asked, um, what is your favorite beer? Um, I'm a big fan of Alpine, which is one of Moosehead's beers. And then, like, I also really like Moosehead Radler, which is, like, a um, grapefruit-infused, like, beer. It has, like, grapefruit juice and beer combined. Nice. I know. It sounds like an advert for my company, but I actually started working there because I like the brand before i worked there <laughs> nice yeah, <I'll> that. <laughs> yeah i was like when i applied i was like so here's my application and when do i get free beer <laughs> you could, that could have really backfired on you because what if the job sucked and then you were just like wow this yeah it's how much i like this beer company well, especially it's like not even my field at all. Like I graduated with uh, my bachelor of science in biology and now I'm doing like demand planning, which is a business degree type job. So it's like completely different too. I got like really lucky. Damn. Maybe that's what I should do. <laughs> just not even get a teaching job. Just be like, well, I have this degree for this, but I would rather do this. Not even. Rather. Oh man, if you have a degree for anything, you can sell it. They were like, oh, can you do, like, analysis on business cases? I'm like, I don't know, but I can do statistics, so that works. I don't know, but I have a job. I have a degree. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. I need, I'm going to have to remember this and, like, find every dream job I can possibly find. <laughs> I think. That's how you're going to get into that school with the dinosaur mascot. Um, I have a degree. I have to get them. There's a school tr- called Tri-C. I think it was. I seen it on Instagram. Like one of my followers works there and their logo is literally a triceratops and it's like purples and greens and just amazing. Where is it? It's in like northern Ohio. 
Oh, okay. Like, That's so random. They really doubled down on the dinosaurs. Yeah, I was like, I really have got to work there. Like, that is, like, where I'm going. It'd be better, though, if, like, if it was a school. Like, because it sounds like it would, like, specialize in, like, archaeology or paleontology or, like, something to do with that sort of field. But it'd be, like, great if it was, like, we are really focused on language arts. Oh, that would be amazing. But we just really like dinosaurs. That would be amazing. Then it really would be a job. Like, use my English teaching degree to teach about dinosaurs. Yeah. That would be really cool. That would be like the perfect job. There's this There's this high school. Wrestling is already going to come up. But there's this high school around here that um has all these like wrestling shows. It's about an hour away from me. But they have these wrestling shows where they bring in like the old like indie like people who travel still like they had rob van dam when i went and i was like why is rob van dam wrestling in an auditorium in ohio but whatever and um i just want to get a job there so i can just help with the wrestling shows yeah that is pretty awesome though but i don't know maybe triceratops school might be it for me (laughs) i mean they can't say no if you don't apply so go apply (laughs) And when they say, why do you want to work here? What what inspired you? You have a dinosaur as your logo. Yeah. Throw it out. We, People like Odyssey. Throw it out. We got, it's another good. Dinosaur, we got another dinosaur logo request. Not <laughs> <laughs> as if you're like the fifth person to say it. I, I probably am. Like, think about it. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine that it gets brought up quite often because it's, I mean, and their like mascot is just this like giant blue purplish dinosaur it's really neat it's beautiful yeah yeah That's like it awesome. has to be a topic of conversation at least once a day yeah if not they're doing it oh wrong. yeah absolutely yeah. if they just don't even acknowledge it then yeah. they are failing this is how we're gonna do this try see <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> so, like back to Moosehead. like the only thing i think i sent you this clip i'm pretty sure i did the return of the oh dinosaur. yeah how about a moose head <laughs> yeah i shared that on my instagram so that my like co-workers would have to see it and they thought it was like hilarious oh my god it's so good how, how about a moose head <laughs> yeah and why is george clooney just so random why is george clooney so dreamy <laughs> <laughs> let's see uh i am lost so the rest of the next one is the only question that's not going to be wrestling related. And I figured I'd get those out of the way. Cause I knew that that was just going to create a bunch of conversation. I'm, so the I'm very so last question that's not I'll wrestling see. related. Huh? I said, I'm so sorry this happened, but at the same time, I'm selfishly like really happy this happened. You pre-plotted this. You're like, hmm, what photo of Allison can I use? Oh, yeah, the one with her and her AEW sweater no, on. And then when I repost this, I'm going to say wrestling question. You know what's so funny? I didn't even post that. That was me. And I, <laughs> that's literally the reason why I chose it. Because I was like, I know that these two are going to talk about AEW stuff. So I have to post this photo. Because I know that all the people that I see talk about it online with Damien are going to react to this. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally... A lot of a lot of conscious thought into that. I just logged in and seen it and was like, "Wow, she really set herself up for this one." Like, yeah, <laughs> I really thought Damien orchestrated that one. No, that was, that was all Kira, which surprised me. <laughs> I was trying to put some thought into it. Okay, you really, you really leaned yeah. into the like setting yourself up for a conversation. You're just like gonna be in the dark on. 
We're honestly really, but it's okay. <laughs> so let's see. The last question is from Radar, and he said, how many licks do you think it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? I don't, I don't know. That's, I like, I chew them, so I'm not the person to ask. <laughs> oh my god, why? Question. I do the exact same thing. I mean, I just want to get to the center, and then when you chew it, it's like the sweet candy mixed in, and it's so good. I keep, yeah, I chew them. I, I chew on literally every lollipop I get as soon as I can feel like the stick. I do not like the texture of the stick. Oh, yeah, no, the stick needs to go immediately. Yeah, that's just Kira's laughing because she has an unholy obsession with the stick. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Isn't that the nastiest? <laughs> holy obsession. Like, it's nasty. I just oh, I brain. that thing for like hours, like literal hours after. Maybe I'm having like some sort of like deficiency in something. But do you guys have like, because I'm in Canada, so like your guys' candy is like way different than ours too. But like, do you guys not have like the paper sticks? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Okay. How could you chew? It would just like disintegrate. Yeah, I forgot about that. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot that's what's in the lollipop. Yeah. It's literally paper. Because like the plastic ones, I could kind of understand chewing on the plastic ones, but like the paper would just disintegrate. Oh yeah, they're still bad though. Like I don't like them being in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> they used to like. When I was a kid, they had the plastic ones, but there was, like, these little holes in the top. And, like, if you blew through it the right way, you could actually kind of make a yeah. whistle. So I'd just annoy people by doing I that. I always used to try and do that with my friends. <laughs> the, like, were they blow pops <laughs> that did that, I think? Maybe. Might be it's been Maybe. so long. for you, But I remember we always used to try and do that at the swimming pool after you have, like, your turkey sandwich with, like, Cheetos in it and stuff. <laughs> that was very specific. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, That's like a core memory just for you. Somebody else has done that. <laughs> Come on. Um, maybe people at the pool with you. <laughs> well, let's get them on the horn. Actually, let's not. <laughs> not people I knew when I was in like fifth and sixth grade because I tried that and one of them was a raging racist and I went, all right, I'm going to not talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's probably best i was like this is really just not what i expected okay <laughs> right so, okay. all right let's see so now to get into the wrestling of it all we'll go with brianna she said oh, you, who is your favorite you, you messed up she's gonna be mad please rephrase that did i say brianna yeah. That's your fault because you call her Brianna. No, I, I, I don't. I only do that to make her mad. And she's your whole wife. You, you spelled her name wrong that one time. Okay, just ask the question. Don't get me in trouble. You're really mad. <laughs> Brie asked, who is your favorite female wrestler, your favorite male wrestler, and favorite tag team? Mm, my favorite female is definitely Jamie Hayter. Um... And then male is a tie between Eddie Kingston and Kenny Omega. And tag team is definitely the Lucha Bros. Not. Which are all AEW wrestlers, yeah. so. Eddie Kingston is a choice, and I agree with it. Oh, man, no, he's amazing. Like, 
the pay-per-view last night, he was just like crying after his match and it was oh the best. God. Like everything he does is just so that genuine. Was so cool when he was doing that and he was like, they're telling me I gotta go, so peace. And he just laughed. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, Eddie's done. Okay. I guess we're switching feeds now. What did he say? He said, sorry, Ex- sorry Excalibur, I'll, I'll, I'll promote the show for you. And he was like, yeah. uh, Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm. That's my match. That's my match. <laughs> yeah. It's the best, too, because, like, nothing he said was, like, like, oh, this is going to go down. It was just like, yeah, these people are wrestling. And then just... But he's Eddie Kingston, so it sounded great. After he was done crying about wrestling his hero, it was just, it was a perfect. Yeah. Sarah, I will send you this, I will find the YouTube video and send it to you because it is truly just a precious moment. Like, even if you don't like wrestling, it's just a precious moment <laughs> yeah. in humanity. Yeah, Damien's teaching me all things wrestling because I don't know anything. And the only time I've ever confronted him about anything was because I found this girl that I thought was pretty hot. And I was like, oh, I found someone I like. <laughs> And he, he he was all like, oh, who? And I sent him a picture and he was like, I knew it. And I was like, okay. It was Rhea Ripley for the record. Rhea Ripley from WWE. Oh, okay. Yeah, WWE has some stunning women. Yeah, it just came across my TikTok one day randomly. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of the like reels in TikTok have a lot of out of context wrestling stuff. Oh, I hate I feed because I watch more women's wrestling than male wrestling because like Sasha's my favorite wrestler so I keep up with women's wrestling a lot more than I do men's wrestling and um, my feed is just nothing but like the creepiest like when you go and explore on Instagram like I can't do it because it's just the creepiest like they see I'm a male who like likes Jordan Grace or somebody's picture and they they just I think the algorithm just assumes oh he's some pervy wrestling dude so they just show me like all of these like gross accounts that I just don't even want to see and then I end up reporting yeah it's unhinged like I just I just report them and then like I go into a deep depression where I'm like talking to Brie and Kira like do people think this is why I like women's wrestling more like do they think I'm some sort of perv like I no. I'm just having a time and I have like a low key mental, like existential crisis over it. And then I'm over it in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. It only lasts 10 minutes. Cause like most normal wrestling fans will understand. Yeah. Like I like women's wrestling too, but it's not because I'm attracted to women. It's because I like the sport and I can just appreciate them for how good of a sportsman. That's they like are. literally the last thing I think of when I'm watching it. It's like, yeah. if you're, I'm, I don't get how, like, some dudes are watching women's wrestling and they're, like, watching, like, the Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, Lights Out match and they're, like, talking about how hot they are. It's like, dude, they literally are covered in broken, like, glass and thumbtacks right now. They are covered in blood. How do you even, how is this even something that you yeah. <laughs> They look like. I mean, some people, they're just into different things, uh, I guess. <laughs> ugh, we, we're mocking this and it's like. In t- the entirety of a lot of horror movie culture is like, ugh. Yeah, just put the PSA that every fetish is healthy yeah. as long as it's everyone's consensual. Yeah. In that situation, usually you're just yeah. not. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, that's that's where the line is, though. But yeah, anyway, so yeah. Totally, totally agree with Eddie. In my mind, I was like, except for furries. Just kidding. Not really. You just furry listening on Hey, as long as I don't have to do any of that stuff, I'm good. <laughs> they can I'm go more, do whatever more, they want. 
I'm more afraid. It's like a fear. <laughs> so, like, if you see them out in public where they're, like, going to a convention, you'd be just afraid they would, like, kidnap you and indoctrinate yes. you? That happened to me once when I lived in LA. I was at a like a four way intersection, and I looked to my right, and they were there in the front yard, like working out, like bench presses and everything in their furry costumes. And I was like, like it just looked so unsettling. And it was like eighty five degrees outside, and I'm like, there's no way in hell that this is comfortable. Why are you in the front yard? Why am I witnessing this right now? What have I done? <laughs> are you sure? Like you weren't having yeah. stroke. Like, cause that sounds insane. <laughs> like it was those people. Nuts. It was yeah. the weirdest thing I'd ever seen, and I remember just like, like I I couldn't stop looking, and I was trying not to be rude, but I was so it was just such a weird thing to see. I could not look away, and I'm like, so many things going on in my mind while I'm waiting for other cars to take their turns. <laughs> like, <laughs> never saw it again either. I drove by that yeah. house plenty more times, and I never saw them out there again. And I was like, did I make this up? <laughs> I feel like some people, too, they're like, okay, let's just do something really bizarre one day on, like, a really hot day that no one expects, and then we're just going to mess with someone's reality. And then they yeah. just go back to not doing it ever again. It was so strange. I'm like, what led up to that? Like, what kind of conversation did you have that morning where you were like, I think today, when it's 85 degrees out in LA, we should go outside and, like, work out, work on our fitness. I am telling you. In the front yard, yeah. where everyone can if you have, if you have, like, I feel the need to interrupt you and just say, if you have completely ruined my chances of doing my fur, my inside furry documentary, I'm going to be so mad at you right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're going to have to do that alone because it'll be you, like, trying to go undercover and me screaming in the background running away. <laughs> <laughs> I will be so disappointed if I can't infiltrate the, the furry system. And now they're going to, well, I've ruined yeah. it now. <laughs> I've ruined it now. You've exposed. No, it's yeah, fine. Just, whatever. Just double down. They won't suspect you after you ruin your own cover. Yeah, they'll, they'll, yeah, yeah, I just really just ruined that. Anyway, <laughs> so one time, speaking of doing dumb things in the heat, me and my friend Eric, he the he does my um covers, and he's just one of my closest friends. I've known him forever. Um, he me and he and I were he and I. That was really proper. Um. Let me fix that. Me and him were out, were um, spray painting t-shirts for this band we were in, literally spray painting them in my dad's garage with no like um, ventilation or anything. It was hot summer day. We're just eating Tony's pizza and spray painting t-shirts. And we spray painted this pizza for whatever reason, because we were spray painting. So we were probably like high from chemical fumes. And we went outside and it was the week of the county fair. And this car pulls up beside us and the window goes down and the guy's like, we're sure, first of all, we're shirtless and we're carrying spray painted pizza. So there's already a red flag. And the guy rolls down the window and says, where the weed at? And we were like in this heavy straight edge phase. So we didn't, we didn't smoke weed. And we said, we don't, we don't smoke weed, but we did it in this really bad bodybuilder accent because we were high from fumes. So we <laughs> We we don't smoke weed, and they just kept asking us where to weed at, and they kept saying we ain't cops, we're carnies. So that that's my that's my out of context, too hot to think story. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about that time when you and your friend went swimming in the dirty water. Which 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 one? Why do I remember that? You, that was you, who, right? River? 
Yes. No, we, we weren't. That wasn't really hot. That was like winter time almost. Oh, what? <laughs> just flood, it, it just flooded, so we dove in. Oh, I thought it no, was hot for some reason. I just assumed no, it was Pooh hot. No, River was just a story. It's just a story about stupidity. Anyway, I don't, I don't even know really why I told the Carney story, other than I haven't told it on the podcast, and that was the perfect opportunity to talk about We Ain't Cops for Carneys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on yeah. to the next question. I am feeling like really particularly unhinged, so please keep me on track today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> okay, let's see. So Adam Hulse asked, Hi Adam, which wrestler would you choose to make your every meal for the rest of your life and how long before you snapped and hit them across the back with a chair? Huh? This one I had to think about really, really difficultly because, like, I want good food, and I don't know how many wrestles can actually supply that. So I had to, like, I'm pretty sure I would choose uh, Luigi Primo, yeah. but then immediately I would hit him with a chair. Like, there's no, like, he's so ridiculous. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. <laughs> yes, Luigi Primo. <laughs> yeah. Luigi Primo is like an indie wrestler who came on AEW a couple times, but he's mostly in the indies and he just brings like this fabric fake pizza and he spins it and he like is pretending to be like Luigi style Mario Brothers type character who like spins pizza dough and just is absolutely ridiculous. perfect thing of all time. <laughs> But I feel like he could actually, like, because when he spins that, like, fake pizza, it actually looks like he might be able to spin, like, a real pizza dough. So I'm like, maybe he knows isn't how to make pizza. And I like pizza, so like, if he has to cook me my food. Isn't it extremely impressive that he knows, like, he just genuinely looks like he knows what he's doing? He does. It's so, like, he's so confident, but I don't, like, when you look at him, you're like, that guy can't have confidence. I don't he's understand, so, like, because his whole character just looks so very small and has that very creepy mustache. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a look. For so, sure. if I have to answer this question because I want to, I'm going with Tomohiro Ishii from New Japan, the Stone Pitbull, because he actually has a cookbook. Oh, he does he actually? So I will trust him to cook for me. Oh, uh, he probably makes really good, like, is is it Japanese yeah, I think food, so. too? Like, yeah, so authentic? He probably makes really which good actually, food. actually, maybe I shouldn't choose him, because I really don't like, like, Japanese food at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, if you, like, if you don't like Japanese food, I don't, like, if he has a cookbook on it, he might not be able to make any other okay, food. Okay, I'm gonna go with John Moxley and just eat. And just eat frozen to TV dinners and party pizzas for the rest of my life. Yeah, I, I feel like John Moxley. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That'll help. I was just gonna say. I feel like John Moxley would like come as a package deal with his wife, so he might yeah. just make his wife. And she has a cookbook for sure. Yeah. Okay, that's the plan. That's the plan. We're sticking. <laughs> It all just out. say, ah, I don't like cooking. Yeah. I didn't bring any pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely think you need someone who makes pizza after that monstrosity that you sent. 
which you never I don't even I don't know if I asked it or not if I thought about asking it but I think I asked if you had cheese on your pizza today with yeah sugar. hell yeah I uh, friends brown sugar on a pizza listen, wait listen don't knock until you try yeah. it Bree used to give me so much but what else um, is on it's, it it's like made like just a regular pizza with like ham bacon and pineapple and then you just put no oh okay no so in a way yeah, I don't, see the I pineapple already pizza. adds like yeah <laughs> see it's great it's like a pineapple. i can't have pineapple and i don't like ham or bacon so it's just it's it'll just be cheese sauce and and oh well sugar. you were a lost cause from the get-go on that one <laughs> there was no helping you there yeah maybe not <laughs> there was no i mean it still would mix good with the tomato sauce though as long as it's mixed in and like because oh. like i'm picturing it going two ways like one where you mix it into the sauce then put it on and then the other one is just like clumps of dried that's brown sugar that's when it's good is when it forms that crunchy oh. like it films this it creates this weird crunchy topping like pineapple upside down cake i don't know what that tastes yeah i feel like you need the pineapple for that experience though yeah and it's it's phenomenal it is chef's kiss great don't ever <laughs> talk shit again about alfredo sauce and barbecue or alfredo and barbecue sauce here that is so that ever is so ever all right well, ever <laughs> you choose your battles and i'm choosing this battle i guess <laughs> I guess I'll accept barbecue and Alfredo. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So now we're moving on to Instagram. So in the ruins asked, who is your favorite wrestler? And I know we said female, but oh no, we said female male from yeah, Brie, huh? That's that Crystal, Brie. by the way. My friend Crystal. Yes, I couldn't I couldn't remember and I took a screenshot, so I couldn't click on her profile to remember her name. And I'm sorry for forgetting. I'm honestly a terrible person. So. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry, Crystal. That's a that's a strong stance to take on what yeah. makes you a terrible person. I'm really fucking forgetful, and it makes me feel like a crappy friend. I'm sorry, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Sam asked. Wait, um, we did, I'm guessing you like. We didn't wrestling. even get the answer. Oh well, did you answer it from Bree or no? But there's there's a difference. Twice? Okay, who is your favorite wrestler? <laughs> I would probably just say Eddie there Kingston. There we go. Okay. <laughs> He's probably because my Because if I answered Bree's, Bree's first question, I would have said Sasha as female, tag team would have been FTR, and male wrestler would have probably been Jay White. So, see, that would have been that would have been a mess. Well, dang! People, I can't. I couldn't have people just assuming my favorite wrestler was Switchblade Jay Whiteo. I quit. <laughs> anyway, all right, moving on. I really don't want to be like that person on like the last episode of a podcast, so uh, we have to keep uh, Kira not from quitting. The podcast getting canceled. Trust me, if it hasn't got canceled yet over some of the things that have happened and we haven't got an argument, a huge one yet, I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah, somehow, some way, we're just like, eh. anyway. 
then, <laughs> and then we'll send each other text messages later like are you mad at me i feel like the way you said what earlier had a tone to it i just i i literally what was it i texted you the other day i said yeah and you said that yeah sounds mad and i was like yep. what and then all my and then i was like oh you still mad at me <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, never mad at you. <laughs> Unhinged. <laughs> All right. Now I'm moving on to Sam. Is this yeah, okay, Damien? Wait, Can I move okay. on? Okay. Before you ask Sam's question, okay. is it this stupid chicken yes. question again? Okay. No. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, now we can ask it. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> every week with this guy i know i was really surprised to see that it wasn't the question too question keep asking it sam i just wanted to give you a hard time what is it that like old like old white dudes say which i guess i am now like what is it they say wouldn't pick on you if i didn't like you (laughs) that's uh Really creepy in that voice. <laughs> yeah, I do not like that. You refer yourself as a creepy old white man, and then you come out well, with that. That's the. I mean, white man part for the course, I guess. Where did you get that I, like I feel like Sam needs to switch up like the animals every now and then to really surprise. Oh, yeah, them. like, would you rather fight a? Ask the question he asked. I'm drawing a blank. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, same. Oh, <laughs> Sam asked. Uh, he said, "I'm guessing you like wrestling. So, who's your top wrestler of all time?" Oh, dang. Uh, of all time, I honestly didn't start watching wrestling until like three years ago. So, my all time is very short. My all time probably is uh, Kenny Omega because he like. They did a documentary about him, and that's what got me into wrestling. So he's probably my top. Oh my god, I haven't watched that documentary yet, and I want to. It's so good. It's like. I'm worried that I'll cry with him and Coda. (laughs) Yeah, you probably will. I didn't even know or understand the history, and it was like I just uh, I can't handle it. They wrestled the Young Bucks a few years ago, and it was just it was rough. I was like, no, not the Young Bucks. Don't fight. Don't fight. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that guy you sent me earlier with the Burberry? MJF. (laughs) That I I don't know much about wrestling, but right now he's oh, absolutely. He's excellent. <laughs> Insane. I love him I so much. Where he, he motorboated that poor fan yesterday. Oh my gosh, that was so ridiculous! Like in my brain, I'm like, did that I just happen? It. And I'm like, did was it like? Did he actually touch her? I'm like, he must know her. And I'm like, I don't know what's don't real anymore. It was, it was funny just so funny. Like, no, like, I don't either. Like, he like pointed at her boobs and then like made a mouth motion and she shook her head yes and I was just like well at least he asked sense <laughs> yeah I didn't even and then I sent her his press conference have you seen that yet oh yes it had to be a giant riff oh, absolutely. on CM Punk I'm tired it was the I'm best tired, I'm old I'm fucking her and I work with fucking children <laughs> 
Yeah, but the, the muffins though. They're only get they're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. I need to here. I'll have to send you that at some point so you're in the know on that. CM Punk was completely unhinged and just like he was so mad about one of his old friends that like he didn't he doesn't even ever explain why they're not friends anymore, but he's just so pissed off at him. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> I'm gonna have to see that. Yeah, I. It'll I keep make. Getting... Huh? I was gonna say it'll make like the MJF promo even better because it's like you can just see the parallels and like how it's kind of making fun of it. It's great. I was. So... Yeah, I just I was loving. I was like the just I love the Burberry scarf. I don't know what it is. Just standing up there, just with that lone scarf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fuck CM Punk chant was like giving me life last night. Oh, and then they started chanting Cole for um, Cole Cabana, and like I, I was like, "This is awesome," but also like he's not even here. <laughs> and the freaking Bucks were encouraging it. I was just like, "Guys, <laughs> way to be trouble. subtle!" Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're back yeah. now, so I think they I think, think they're they, invincible. They kind of are at this point. Like, yeah. I, I mean, they did like find or found the company. Yeah, that, you that, say that totally, that, totally <laughs> made, that should have made them like. I got so irritated whenever I watched that whole like promo with CM Punk, like that whole press conference where he was just like saying, "Like, you got these EVPs who couldn't even run a fucking target," and I was like, "Tony, you are sitting right there while he is like just insulting the people you handpicked to run your company. Like, you are just sitting there with this look on yeah. your face." I don't know what's up with Tony because like there's times like where he'll be interviewed by like other like wrestling um, like journalists or like podcasts things like that and he'll just be like no I'm not answering that question and he'll be like really like straight edged about it and really aggressive kind of to be like no move on but like then he just sat there and said nothing and was like he made just mute and I'm like Tony do something faces I've ever seen anybody make. When, when CM Punk said, when we found out, then we found out that old Colt or old Scott shared a bank account with his mother, we subpoenaed her and like his face was just radiating pain. Like he was just like, why did he say that? Why did oh he just gosh. shame this? Like, why did he do that? Yeah. And I just want to be like, please. Yeah, I mean, it just showed how petty CM Punk was. Because it's like, it's one thing if you, like, hate a guy and he did you wrong, but to drag him like that. And then sue his mom. You just admitted you sued another person's mom. Yeah. What is that? (laughs) I don't know. Real crazy. The real wrestling drama is better than the scripted wrestling drama. (laughs) It definitely is. Yeah. The fact, like, when Colt Cabana came back to wrestle chris jericho there a couple weeks ago i cried i was like oh my gosh it's cole cabana and then he was emotional because the crowd was like chanting his name and then i was emotional at home watching it on tv and i like wasn't even there so hard (laughs) we went to um we actually like this is gonna be my humble brag oh geez my cat ran across the keyboard again we actually got to go to um all in the event and it was just it was oh, just like the so most awesome. emotional thing of all time. Like everybody was there. Everybody was just crying the whole time. Pretty much like every match would start and everybody would just be crying. It was so good. And that's where, that's where we all yeah. came up with this, um, 
slow like it's kind of a like cat like i don't know it's not really a catchphrase it's just like anytime like anybody's crying we're like that's literally what wrestling is just old men crying it's literally all yeah everyone's like oh wrestling's so dumb and it's not a real sport because it's fake and scripted and then i'm like it is so emotional and like they are actually get hurt and stuff but like it's just so much more real than people give it credit for. I hate it's when they're so like, how awesome. can they be so excited about a title they didn't even really fight to win? They just got chose to win. It's like, listen, you don't understand how much work they had to go through to win this fake title. Yeah. <laughs> you get so oh, yeah. heated. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's funny when they're like, oh, they're not even like really bleeding because they kind of like cut themselves and stuff for like color. And I'm like, uh, I don't like, how is that? Like fake, like it's still. I think bleeding. Seth Rollins <laughs> said one time, "I can fall off a fifteen foot ladder, but that doesn't mean I'm not gonna fall off a fifteen foot ladder." Like it's still. I sent. I sent Kira. Kira, was that yesterday when we were trying to figure out which wrestler was gonna be your favorite? Uh, I was like, she just maybe. vanished. She just left. She was like, I'll just let them nerd for a little bit. But I, I had to. Honestly, I had to pee, and I was like, this is the time. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> um, but I sent her this video of Britt Baker after the Lights Out match where she's like, fans are all saying these thumbtacks are fake, and I never do this, but look at my arm. Does this look fake? Kindly fuck off. Because it's like, I'm so tired of it, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that was yesterday because I told you I liked Willow. that other that other wrestler Willow. that you sent. I knew yeah. I knew it was going to be Willow because we share a brain, and right now my favorite in AEW is Willow, so I just knew it was going to be Willow. Willow's yeah. excellent, although she hasn't been no, around not, lately. Got, isn't it weird she got signed and kind of vanished? It's like a weird like I find whenever someone's signed to AEW, it's like. They're pushed and pushed, and then, like, oh, yay, they're signed, and the announcement's done, and then they have a match to celebrate, and then they, like, vanish for a couple weeks. And then they come back later in, like, some different form or capacity of, like, they're either on Dark on YouTube, or they're back on Wednesdays, or they're, like, jobbing well, on usually, Friday Night Rampage. usually it's the women, and I kind of think Tony Khan can't figure yeah. it out, but I think it's the women. Like, I think it's just he doesn't. I think there definitely needs to be a shakeup where someone like Sasha Banks or Charlotte or somebody who's very, very, very like not going to take no for an answer shows up so that he understands like, oh, okay, I've kind of been messing this up. Well, yeah, and just like the experience level, because like at least Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks have experience in wrestling to like kind of back it to be like in tony's ear about yeah. men's wrestling and tag but there's no one that high up ranking with them that's a woman who's had women wrestling experience to be like no you need to push this yeah and, and i kind of i kind of thought that's the role thunder rosa was gonna take but then she vanished and i was like okay goodbye thunder rosa i guess yeah, yeah i think everybody does her. at this point and <laughs> i hate it because i was like her biggest yeah. like I was her biggest believer, and now I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> There's definitely... Yeah, I'm the same, because when she first started AW, I was like, yeah, this is awesome, she's great, but then, like, slowly, I don't know if it's, like, she wasn't keeping up with conditioning, but, like, 
her wrestling wasn't as good as it was when she started and she just wasn't that into it so I don't know what switched in her brain like maybe she just wasn't like maybe the matches she was told to do weren't exactly yeah, it was almost like she just do. was like yeah I don't have to try anymore oh a hundred percent especially once the belt yeah, and that's- got on her and that's usually that's usually why I like women's wrestling better because it's always like it's the, every match you can tell that they feel like they definitely have something to prove and they go out and give it one hundred and ten percent every time. Whereas if you watch like sometimes you can watch like Jericho or somebody and they just you're just like wow it just really genuinely looks like you're phoning this match in like you know you don't have to try that hard so you're just gonna like do your five moves of doom and go home. Yeah, Scott and I, every time Jericho has a match, he'll, so he has, like, this pattern where he'll, like, wrestle, and then in the middle, he'll, like, take a strut around and call it the seventh <laughs> inning stretch, because he, like, needs to, like, recatch his breath and, like, reassess the situation, then he goes back into it after he clears his oh, mind a bit. so true, and I love it. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. we always say, um, when they do stuff like that, there's this video of this dog pooping on a beach, and the guy... The, dog, the guy's like, you know how dogs is and all, he's got to meditate on it. And we always go, oh, he's got to meditate on it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he totally meditates on it a little bit each time. So yeah. I guess I guess to answer the question and we can get back on track, my all-time favorite, I'm going to be like you, and I'm just, I'm just not going to go old school because I just didn't really like it that much. Like, I liked it when I was a kid, but not as much as I do now. So it's still going to be Sasha. I went through a gold dust phase when I was a little kid, but it's still just going to be Sasha. Sasha's awesome. I've seen a little bit of her because sometimes we watch WWE, but I just find it hard to get Style through the entire so show. Style is so very slow. <laughs> it is, yeah. And like, I don't mind it. Like, I like a traditional wrestling match from time to time, but I find I love AEW so much more because it's like, you can have matches like that with FTR, which are great. And then you get the difference with like Kenny Omega yeah. or Pac and like the Lucha Bros, and you get like so many different styles that it's always entertaining in yeah. like different ways. And that's I think that's the big thing that like AEW to me has kind of ruined WWE in some way because when WWE was the only thing, you just accepted that style and you were like, yeah, sweet, you know, this is gonna be the same match I've seen five hundred times. And that's why I think I got out of it when I was younger. And then NXT came along, and that was kind of like, to me, the original, like how AEW is. Like, there was a ton of different styles. The women's matches were great. You could, they were doing different things, and you could tell they weren't, they weren't controlling the women's matches as much back then. You could tell where it was like more like a free form AEW match where they just kind of called it in the ring. But now it's all back to this like very boring, yeah. very basic. Like, oh, I can't take it sometimes. <laughs> I just exposed. Yeah, I just exposed <laughs> myself as the up. worst wrestling fan on planet Earth. But I just, I can't take it. I can't take that spot they do where they like. <laughs> I call it the big man spot where they just like run into each other. I can't take it. I'm just like, okay, we get it. God. <laughs> yeah. Kira, are you there? I am here. Fill <laughs> our silence. Kira, who's your favorite wrestler? <laughs> Choose one. Of all time. <laughs> the guy with the bourbon. Okay. <laughs> Bailey, Bailey, Bailey. I have no I no, I guess 
if I have to choose, and this is like, I feel like I have to go with Bailey because she's with Sasha. And I feel like that's just what that's makes sense. Makes sense. So, I'm Bailey. Sasha and you're Bailey. That's what makes sense. Yeah, that's what makes sense. So. <laughs> well, and I love it when sense, answers make sense. Yeah, no, they're, they wouldn't make sense. And, like, that's – it's funny because, like, Damon and I have, like, this inside thing where, like, whenever we send gifts back and forth to each other on Twitter, he'll always send, like, a Sasha and Bailey, and I send, like, a Sam Dean from Supernatural because I told him I'm Dean and he's Sam. He's, like, the yeah. sweeter, the sweeter like, character that just, like, wants to be loved, and I'm Dean, and I'm just, like, get away from me. That's <laughs> <So, laughs> balance. Like, Damien teaches me to be more open and accepting of things, and I'm teaching him to be a little meaner oh. about things. No, that's <laughs> – definitely a lesson that i'm trying to learn that's getting hard it's it's very hard and not even meaner i'm just telling him just just to put up more boundaries (laughs) boundaries it's okay that sometimes people are assholes and maybe not as i'm like that's okay yeah he'll come to me like what is wrong with me and i'm like nothing that person's an asshole and he's like you're right Yeah, usually when people have to voice their opinion and enforce it towards you, it's usually they're the asshole, not listen, uh, you're listen, doing something I had, wrong. Like, this is going to be, like, the emotional part of the episode where we get into deep conversation, I guess. But, like, I have this weird thing where if I do, where if I get an argument with anyone over anything, like, I literally mean anything. I could be 100% in the right and know I'm in the right, but I'm still like, wow, Damien, you have got to be the biggest asshole on planet Earth. And I will go into, like, a week-long, like, like not necessarily a depression that's a heavy word for it but kind of like this thing where i hole up for a week and i'm like i am not talking to anybody because everybody thinks i'm an asshole because i got in this argument with this person that nobody else knows about it's so bad yep that's why i had to stop using reddit because like my anxiety can't handle like online confrontation because like if you post something on reddit someone can downvote you oh and god that's like the worst and it's like the same as getting in his argument, except you if don't know what to do. I wouldn't know what to do. But then, yeah, it's not. Then at the same time, I'm also it. very sassy about things. Like I'll get sassy and like push the point, like to the point that it's almost like bullying sometimes. And then I feel really horrible. And then I have to talk to Kira and Bri, and they're like, "But you were in the right," and I'm like, "Okay, but I don't know. I feel like an asshole." <laughs> Or sometimes we have to, like, I do this thing where I take 30 minutes away from the internet and I'm teaching, Damien and I sometimes both have to do it because we'll get, like he said, like, we get too mean and then we say things we shouldn't. So I'm, I'll text him, like, it's my 30 minutes. I'm staying off the internet until I can collect my shit. Some of the drafts that I've typed that I've had to delete. Oof. I shouldn't say that on a public forum, but oof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, no, that admitting that though is just like you're a great person because you like voiced them and deleted them without them going public oh, that's great censorship because like yeah. some people I have, don't sometimes I'll have type that things and just be like all right i really this is just while i know i am in the right i don't this is not my battle i don't need to say this <laughs> this is not my mm. fight yeah yeah it's either that or we're crying for 24 straight hours and just it's a mess and like what was that meme you sent me yesterday and it was like me hyping up my best friend knowing no, it was this guy looking at the camera and he was crying and it said you tell my best friend we got this no damn well we don't got this 
and it was like we both need like extreme therapy or something like that it was so damn funny because I was like that is so true there's so many times he's having like a nervous breakdown and I'm having another breakdown but I'm like you got your it's it's gonna be fine and I'm crying on the other end send out that really mean tweet to this person who's gonna be like what did I do Listen, I'm sorry, but I was mad, and you just had to know that you made me mad. <laughs> it's, I, I've, it's chaos. I've been a little bit unhinged and accidentally sending out some of those tweets lately. And then, like, oh, today I sent one out, and it was a genuine joke. Like, I sent out that video. Allison, I don't know if you've seen the video or if you've heard, seen the like original video. It's like from this reality TV show and Ice T or not Ice T, Vanilla Ice and Ron Jeremy get in this fight and <laughs> Ron Jeremy yells or Vanilla Ice yells backstabber and throws this chair and I just think it's the funniest thing in the world. So I put the indie horror community just like as a joke because there's always so much infighting going on at times like it was just a joke i didn't mean anything serious and i had someone go who's this about and i was like it was just a dumb joke geez and i was like please don't cancel me and ben was like who's trying to cancel you man and i was like nobody it's just 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 a dumb joke it's a joke I've seen so many of those, though, where people will, like, post vague tweets, and then everyone's like, who did it? Send me a DM. I need to know so I can stop talking to them. And then the person's like, no, this is just, like, a general right. commentary on, like, how we act in the community. <laughs> like, and you're kind of proving it right. Like, yeah. what, was it, what was it when I, when I sent, like, somebody was like, what's the dumbest thing somebody's been mad at you about on this site? And I was like, I don't know. It was probably in a different group chat. Or they were probably said it in a different group chat. Like, it was just a joke about, like, how catty some of it is sometimes. Is that the right word, catty? Or is that, like, problematic? Yeah. I don't know. I said it. Anyway, sorry if it's problematic. Really hyper. But, um... <laughs> I just said it like just that's usually what happens. Like we all do it. We all have our friends. Like somebody does something and annoys you, and you vent to them. Like you're not necessarily mad at the person to any extent. You just have to vent, and that's like literally all I meant was like I don't know. It probably happened in a yeah. group chat I wasn't in. Like it was just a joke, and people were like, "Who's talking about you?" And I was like, literally nobody, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the indie community can sometimes be God, what was... <laughs> It can be out there. <laughs> yeah, it really swings because it's like sometimes it's amazing and great, and there's a lot of really good aspects to it. But then, like this is the like this side. stuff. This is great. Like just getting yeah. together, annoying a mutual friend who is like, yeah, they're saying this is great, and I'm just so low key annoyed to be on this <laughs> podcast, and I never want to do it again. But this stuff is great. But then you get like the like. <laughs> You get like the, well, this author started a message board on his website. What a dick. Let's argue five months. (laughs) Bring everybody and their brother into our little dispute. And I'm just like, guys, it's really just not worth all of this. Like, gosh, we get it. You don't like each other. And now I'm I'm pretending like anybody like them is going to listen to this podcast and saying like, now they're mad at me and I'm going to get blocked, but whatever. Yeah. It's, and then I end up spending like an hour trying to figure out what the hell is going on. It's, it's, it is mad at this person in the community. (laughs) I usually just ask someone who's in the know. Oh, I have to do the internet deep dive. Cause like, I don't like actually know many people. Like, 
I interact a little bit with Wendy and uh, Sophie and Meg and then you guys, but it's like, I never really talk to you guys like individually in private or anything, except for Damien. We have like random wrestling conversations yeah, I... sometimes, but it's like, I don't really... I just go on the deep dive and I'm like, okay, let's find You're really better off just doing that. Like just keep Wendy because Wendy is the, one of the coolest people on planet earth. And then don't talk to anybody else. Wendy is one of the people of all time. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. Hi Wendy. (laughs) Which she is. We are like, we love, we love Wendy. And she's probably like, Oh, these people again are talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Just like when Allison stopped commenting on it's all like, of my shit. We have we we're putting out a book, Hot Pink Satanism, with DNT, and I messaged um, Dawn, who runs DNT, and was like, "Dawn, it's your annoying problem, children again, pulling on your." And I've never felt a statement so much in my life. <laughs> he literally said that, or like he'll he'll be like, "Thanks for listening to your will ch- your weird children," and she's like, "I love my weird children." I'm like, oh God. Like that's who we are, isn't it? Like just the weirdos of this area. Like this weird little bubble. Amazing. But yeah, in the community it's fun, sometimes it's not fun. And finding the spots where it is fun are getting rarer sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like Twitter is just like with everything going on, Twitter feels like a ghost town right now, which is weird. I get on there and I'm like, where is everyone? Yeah, my interaction, like my engagement, I guess, whatever you want to call it, is like, it's, it was never high. I never had a good engagement. <laughs> I'm like a nobody, but like now it's actually negative people. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, everybody, <laughs> what happened? Like, All really I see is like people really like weird. talking about how Twitter is going to go down or people talking about or like these really like wonderful sentimental posts about how much people love Twitter and the connections they've made. And sometimes I get mentioned in one of them and I cry because I'm like, mm. I mean something to people. But it's just like, it's one, one yeah. or the other. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting place to be. Hopefully it doesn't yeah. burn now. <laughs> yeah, I really don't yeah. want it to go away. Like, I've enjoyed it. Huh? Since I've like, since I've rejoined Twitter, since I've been like a writer and I don't, I used to have a Twitter that was like a, um, I didn't really use it. I just made it a name actually Return of the Killer Tomatoes, actually the main character, Chad Finletter. I just called it Ch- Chad Finletter, just like, like kind of use it as a news feed. And I followed like authors I liked and like filmmakers I liked and wrestlers I liked. And I just didn't ever interact with anybody. And then I was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to interact with people now. And it's been like, it's been all right for me for the most part. I don't know what that was. Why we, why I just had that sentimental moment of one off old man looking back into the void. I'm unhinged tonight. Anyway, you want to ask the next question so I can stop pestering everybody? Well, your next, the next question's from you. So you're still pestering. Did I really ask a question? Yes, he did. Which I saw that, and I was like, <laughs> and you know, you didn't ask a question. You made was a I statement. <laughs> you said, maybe, you, uh, possibly. It was eight no. hours ago. Were you drank eight hours ago? Oh no, this was more than eight was... hours ago. I shot. Sorry, this was. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually. I'm looking right now to see exactly. I'm been... logging into the. Hold on. I'm going I haven't been drunk account. for this was. This was a day ago. So, have you been no, drunk in the last? I must have just hours? been really tired or bored. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Was so it during was, the pay per view? That really <laughs> might have been. Was I don't know. Oh. It might have been, and I think it would explain it because you said explain why Sasha Banks is the best wrestler on earth. Yeah, that checks out. I wasn't drunk, but that checks out. Is very like that checks out. Is very like. Damien is on one. Like I am just hyper and unhinged and just probably should not have a phone. That checks out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but now, now so wait, I'm, I'm supposed now to now explain really why she's the best. Yeah, I think I'll, it might have I know what happened, I think. <laughs> I think it might have been one of those I think I might have thought it was one of those like um ask me anything things. And I was just like trying to be a menace. I think that's what that. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Except it was on your own All right, podcast. I'm old. You don't have to explain anything. <laughs> why didn't you? Why did you? Well, now we know what you do online when you're just harassing you people. Just message me and say, "Did you mean to ask this?" You know the truth. You know what? I saw it and I thought about it and then I just figured you did on purpose because you guys have wrestling in common so I left it but now I'm kind of realizing this maybe is just, I this is This is embarrassing as when I said hello to her and she didn't even know. So cringy. You can't let me have these cringy <laughs> moments all my life. It was, you, but no one, you, you just told everybody that you had that embarrassing moment and I told you when we were in the room, no one has to know because it's just us and my mom yeah, who overheard thanks. you. Thanks, Kira's mom. <laughs> he goes, I go, don't worry, it's just me and then my mom in the background. It, it reminded me of that scene in Office Space where they're talking about the big heist and the, and the one guy who lives next door is like, don't worry, man, I won't tell anybody either. Uh, well, I haven't seen I think that. I just realized that when that nobody laugh. laughed, that maybe nobody has seen it. <laughs> you know I haven't seen it. You know you can't reference movies around me. I'm just gonna life, sit here. <laughs> which, which I get to watch Except the second one tonight. <laughs> Allison, do you like the Twilight movies? Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> I, I've seen them. So it's I like, uh, I, I tried. I've never seen them and I'm watching them all and I'm watching them all on Sunday afternoons for some reason. And they are not good, but they, I've only watched the first one and it was just not good, but it was oddly satisfying. I don't know what it was about it. I feel like I was, like, also primed to really not like them, because, like, I read the books, and I'm just not a fan of her writing, and then she, like, part of the books was, like, she wanted to show that time was passing, so, like, it was, like, you flipped a page, and it was, like, January, and then, then yeah. you had to flip the next page, and it was, like, February, and it just kept going for, like, six months, and then I'm, like, oh, I don't like this, so then I automatically Aww. now hate her. <laughs> <laughs> I made a really snap judgment when I read that when I was like in grade nine or eight or something. Yeah, and I it's funny because like when I first got into Twilight, like when the first movie came out, I think I was already like eighteen or nineteen around there. Um, and so my sister was the one she was in high school and she wanted to go to like to the midnight premiere of like or the midnight release of the DVD of the first one. 
And I was like, there's no way in hell I'm taking you to that. Ended up taking it, taking her to it. And she asked me to watch the movie with her. So I was like, fine, I'll do the big sister thing. And then I was like, this is really bad, but I'm intrigued. And then I saw there were books and I was like, okay, I'll read them. So I read them as they, as they came out and then watched the movies. And then it became like. Kira, this is your show for a minute. (laughs) It just became like a. (laughs) like a comforting thing and I don't know like I they're so bad and the books are bad and the writing is terrible but I just like I cannot seem to get enough of them sometimes and so Damien and I that I created on my own without his permission where if I have to watch something that he I pretty much forced it on him if I have to watch something that he recommends or if I do watch it I was like well if I'm watching these movies that you're recommending that are just like these just really bad but great like super just cheesy 80s movies like just they're awful but I love them I was like if I have to sit through this for an hour and a half you have to sit through the Twilight movies that's it like that way at least we can relate on that topic and we can talk about it because I always want to quote it to him and he doesn't know what I'm talking about (laughs) yeah that definitely is a good idea to at least have your references known (laughs) yeah so like now he keeps going like this is the skin of a killer Bella and I'm like yes like it is <laughs> uh it's so great though because the quotes like they're the most ridiculous quotes but it's like they weren't that great of dialogue <laughs> but they're just so good <laughs> it's so bad like and the more i feel like the more that i watch them like the worse they somehow get and i know what's going to happen every time and it just gets cringier every time yeah yeah, you're still barking. So I'm currently. I think Damien's watching. I think he's watching New Moon tonight. So I'm like, yes. <laughs> Just watch the madness. Yeah, yeah. I don't enjoy them, but I have seen all of them, which like was a choice, which I'm not sure why I made. <laughs> I literally saw them all like in the because like I, I never saw the first one in theater because like I said I, I didn't watch it until after it was on DVD release but I did watch all the rest in theater at the midnight showings and I took my my ex-sister-in-law who was in middle school at the time so like but don't like don't get it twisted I wanted to be there <laughs> like, I won't even lie transparent, I was stoked to be there <laughs> Yeah, she was just the excuse to be like, oh, yeah, we're going. <laughs> it really was. I'm like, me in my 20s watching this? Ew, absolutely. That's kind of, that's kind of the excuse <laughs> yeah. that I'm using now where I'm like, oh, I have to watch them. But then not me last week after the movie was over looking at Brie and being like, you know, that was actually kind of enjoyable in some way. <laughs> <laughs> and he lied to me, which I thought was great. <laughs> I saw that. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> it's so awesome. Wait, what? What happened? <laughs> oh, when you live tweeted your I didn't think it was a hit. I can do it again tonight. <laughs> okay, it'll it'll happen again tonight I loved with, it. with um new moon. Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> Honestly, like when you go through random like moods on Twitter where you just like consistently tweet about stuff like for like a day or something, I find it the funniest thing ever, like in a good way. Where I'm like, this has made my Twitter feed so much better. Art. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. <laughs> I thought that was so great. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And Dawn still uses <laughs> it as her like profile picture. <laughs> 
It's amazing. I almost died when I saw that. Like there's no way. This is I kind of, I kind of think. I think that there for a minute people thought that I was genuinely trying, and I still to this day don't think people realize that all I'm doing is using an app and tracing over their picture. That's how bad it is. I'm literally just tracing. Yeah. And it's still it just bad. makes it even better. <laughs> Who did I post yet? The other day it was Christina. I tried to get it going again and post to Christina, and it just didn't take off. And I was just like, "Well, we'll yeah. give it another day or two, and we'll try again." <laughs> I feel like it's just a quantity thing, Damien. Like you need to just keep like sending people these drawings <laughs> whether they want it or not. Doing it. Like I yeah. got, I got a really good routine there where I, every time I seen a selfie, I would just like click save and just instantly go to my app and start doing it. But then I went back to school for a day and got behind and I was just like, oh, well, I guess I just, if I fall behind one day, I just can't do it anymore. You should just do it because, like, they always have that, like, uh, Face Friday thing. Oh my god, yes. Just harass people on Face Friday. That's really the best time because that's when Adam harasses me the most. The first one I did was the first one I did was Kira, and I drew yeah. her neck a completely different color than her face. And I didn't even realize it until weeks later. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a scary one. And then I think Brian's too. Didn't you do Brian two different colors also? Yes. <laughs> I think the burger band that it works. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but I have no more questions. Your Sasha Banks. Yeah, that was, was the last one. And I'm sorry, that was cringy and unhinged. I don't know what just ha- why I did that last night. I wasn't even drunk. <laughs> Speaking of Sasha, I just saw a clip like randomly on my TikTok where it was like she had this blonde woman and she was like beating her ass and her daughter was in the crowd like growling at her and like screaming at her and she's like showing the little girl that she's beating her mom's ass yep, that was, was like, um what is this? that was that was lacey evans and that was on an episode of raw that's how bad my sasha knowledge is i remember the exact i, th- I remember the exact, that little girl was just like, showing her teeth at her it was so bad and yes she was mocking her <laughs> And she's just like showing the little girl like I'm beating oh up your my mama. God. My favorite, my favorite, my favorite, this not that you've done this, my favorite Sasha Banks moment of all time. She was wrestling Bailey and they were having an, a 30 minute Iron Man match. And um she Bailey had this super fan at the time, Izzy, and she does like she does like she does like um reporting and stuff now. She was in the um CM Punk thing, Allison. Like she um he said, "Hi, Izzy. I like you, though." <laughs> and like was, and then he, st- and that's when he went really off oh, subject. Yeah. But um, anyway, she was like eight or so, and she was always at the full sale shows when NXT stayed at the same place, and she would like wear Bailey's like tassels and stuff when Bailey was the hugger, and like it was always just like these really heartwarming moments with this super fan, and um, Sasha threw Bailey into like one of the walls, like the light thing, the light boards. And this little girl was just crying because she's just watching like her hero get beat up and thrown around. And she's too young to really realize it's 
like I think she she's in the, she was in the know, but I think she was still a little kid, if that makes sense. So she was just really upset, and Sasha came like over to her and just ripped off her headband, like her Bailey headband, put it on, rolls in the ring, starts mocking her for crying, rips the headband off of her own head and throws it at her. <laughs> it was. She's so brutal. And the little girl's dad is just holding her and trying so hard not to laugh. (laughs) But then after the match, she gave her um, flowers, or that was her last NXT match when they fist bumped. So it's all good. They're not mad at each other anymore. But now Izzy's Izzy's like training to be a cage fighter. And I'm like, Sasha, you fucked up, dude. (laughs) She remembers. Okay, anyway, I'm done rambling. I'm in a mood. I think I'm hungry and I can't stop talking. <laughs> Pray for my wife because she's going to have to put up with this. <laughs> Kira yeah. says, yeah, like she's not going to either. I'm going to have Yeah. That's why I say, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. So I guess at the end of the show, just like promote anything you're doing. Say where we can find, where people can find you, anything you've got going on or anything like that. Um, right now I don't have anything really, uh, buyable, um, but people can find me on Twitter at Hassan Allison, um, and then Instagram at Allison Hassan, so. Well, and we don't, I don't know if we should talk about it, but we're going to talk about it. Your pirate book will be out at some point, and it's. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a work in progress still. I have, like, the whole drafts done, so now it's just waiting, um. For artwork and uh, for yep, a publication date for next year, but I'll be posting more about that too on Twitter to let people. Yeah, know that's when where it's I'm actually so available. I've got it all done, and I'm just waiting. And I and I and I don't. <laughs> yes, I do. I am working on it. Kara, don't do that to yourself. Hold you time and time again. He, he nobody has any idea until you out yourself. Just like when I embarrassed myself. Chill. It's finished. Let me just. I'm all done. Let me just redirect. Let me just redirect by saying that I was able to read some of Allison's, and it is an absolute banger. It is great, and I think people are really gonna love. It. They're really gonna love it, and uh, I'm thank you. excited to read the whole thing. Wow, my dog just jumped across. Oh man, I went so melodramatic with it. I'm like, like golden age of pirates. Everyone's gonna be sad. Everyone's gonna be dirty because you yes. know no showers and i'm like and everyone's just poor and it's like dark london and then like down in nassau is like just crazy and wild so it's a different vibe from some of my other stories i've written but i'm super excited about it it's totally it's good it's good i think the whole series is going to be good hopefully and we're just giving promotion for something that doesn't even start till may now i believe but it's all going to be good yeah 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 your story too damien from what i read is epic it's, it's going to be quite dragon. The story. <laughs> <laughs> it's like crazy in the best way <laughs> okay kira mine changes daily <laughs> it's about you're just selling yourself well <laughs> If you want, if you want me to be transparent on here, that's the truth for anyone out there who just 
sometimes just struggles to write or struggles to come up with ideas or struggles to stay on track. Yeah, me and me. yeah I'm having a hard time staying <laughs> okay. on track sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah to be fair, I'm I'm shocked I even yeah, finished this story at all. <laughs> I was so bad at like starting something and then wandering off into like... oblivion. <laughs> Be like, I used to oh, be now the next project. Like, genuinely horrified of finishing things to the point that I had my first like novel almost done and I went ahead and like something happened that I could have waited to start it, start the next nova like next thing I was writing on but I was like no 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 I got to start it now I absolutely have to start it now just so I wouldn't finish the one thing <laughs> Yeah that sounds like my brain too um let's see do you want to go first you go. Or do you it's want always go? you we're not changing on season two okay no. not no. always there was that one time that you went first you switched it up yep i don't know what episode but it did happen um you can find me on instagram and twitter at kira renee writes and i am on tiktok at kira r tours which i'm actually starting to use so follow me there and i'm on facebook just look me up Torres somewhere in there and um the midnightmare collection is out so if you'd like to read that go ahead and if you have read it just remember that there are five new stories in the new version the revised version so yeah that is all oh it's my sorry i'm not good at this Dang. um i'm uh, i'm gonna do it right this time we're gonna we're gonna set a record i am on instagram at damian thulu and twitter uh dc ugly books is that right yeah that's right and then i'm on facebook but i don't really post anything on facebook because it's boomer hell and that's about it i don't have really anything oh we have hot pink satanism coming out sometime so we should probably say that we're saying that yeah we should probably start talking about that yeah and that's why we did this whole thing where we made our logos like crazy satanic yeah, in case you're wondering why there's a Baphomet in the bathtub, the bathtub has nothing to do with hopping things. I was talking about our actual, Baphomet like, real does. life. How <laughs> we just, like, made everything an inverted cross, and people were probably just like, what the <laughs> hell are they doing? <laughs> Hot Pink Satanism makes no sense, just like this podcast. So, anyway, <laughs> all right. Bye. <laughs> Bye.